Welcome to the Overcoming the Storm podcast. This is where we share our own journeys, overcoming the storms in our lives, and by sharing our journeys, encourage and inspire you whenever you're grappling with storms in your own life. Yes, absolutely. So look, we're not doctors, we're not therapists or psychologists, but we are all going through, you know, the same thing. And just like you guys, we've been through a lot and we've also done a lot of studying. So if you're listening to this and you're searching for the same things we are, we don't have all the answers, but it's a journey for us. And, you know, as we learn and grow, hopefully what we discuss here, it'll help you on your journey too. Last episode, if you listen to it, if you haven't, please go back. Um, we had our first guest on the show and her name is Megan and Megan was amazing. So I really encourage you guys to go back to the last episode because we are going to just um, unpack what she was saying. So Megan, she is a health and fitness coach based in Austin, Texas and a humor, a humor, whoops, a human behavior specialist. I can't talk this morning. Sorry, guys. And we were glad to be able to have her on the, the podcast to like pick her brain, right? So we wanted to unpack her talk and then really dig into how I relate to this and how this mindset plus the information helps us overcome storms on our own journey. So we covered moving towards something rather than moving away from something. So that's number one discipline, that's number two, and NLP and self-talk. And we, me and Wayne, we really feel as if those were heavily discussed and really a, a big theme overall on the episode. So Wayne, take it away. What, what do you think? No, absolutely. It was a lot to unpack. There were a lot of, you know, I call them mic droppers, right? Oh yeah. It was a lot of thoughts that really got me to start thinking about a lot of things. And I know it got you to start thinking about a lot of things too. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that it got me to think about are, okay, what am I doing in my own life? Am I moving towards something or am I moving away from something? For example, why do I go to the gym? Am I going to the gym because I want to be healthy and I want to be strong and I want to look jacked and I want to look hot? Or am I going to the gym because I don't want to be fat or I don't want to be unhealthy. And what's the difference between those two types of thinking? What I realized was that number one, I do want to, you know, kind of get jacked, but at the same time, (laughs) I don't want to be fat and I don't want to be unhealthy. And that's my primary motivator for going to the gym. It got me to really analyze why do I feel this way? Why do I think this way? Why is it so negative? Because it is a incredibly significant mind shift. Mm -hmm. And then she talked about discipline as well Mm -hmm. and how discipline really isn't sustainable for, for lack of a better term, the way I was brought up, that really was kind of like, um, cognitive dissonance, right? So I had a lot of cognitive dissonance with that because I grew up thinking or I grew up believing and was trained this way that discipline happens when you don't even when you don't feel like doing it you know you have your motivation you have your emotion and when that runs out that's when discipline kicks in hmm. how does that relate to the previous um bullet point right and then finally self talk how do i talk to myself i find that the older i get the more important that becomes especially on this journey that we both are on right starting businesses or running businesses. I'm the kind of guy that usually goes, ah, you you freaking dirtbag. Why'd you do that? You dumbass. Completely unproductive because that's something that sticks in, sticks in my mind. And I started thinking, freaking dumbass. Why'd you do that? Okay. That's a dumbass move. And then I started thinking, okay, am I not capable? Am I Mm. not? And, and it's, a very, and, and we're learning in school, right? It detracts from who I am. It detracts from what I'm capable of. It limits yeah. my brain. And so going back to her talk on the last episode, incredibly powerful, yeah. okay? And a oh lot gosh. to unpack, so much stuff to unpack. We thought that, you know, you and I, we talked about this and I thought that it would be very, very helpful for our listeners to kind of unpack it and have related to us 
And mm-hmm. so maybe that'll help people relate it to them as well. No, I love that idea because they're really guys encourage you to go back to listen to episode five because this episode is going to make sense. There was just so many things that I, I told Wayne in our conversation how, man, as she was talking, I was thinking about some things that made sense. Like, okay, that's what I was doing. And then I would come back into our conversation. Side note, like when I'm having a mic drop moment, I was not having moments like that on the last episode. But when I do, that is what happens. I relate it back to something with me. And then I come back into the conversations. Like, it's like I'm time traveling. Anyways, so there was a lot to unpack. And I absolutely agree going over these main ideas, these main topics. So moving towards something rather than moving away from something. And that got me thinking in terms of nowadays. And this is totally opinion, guys. This is me. No one else said it. If you want to quote me. Okay, great. Um, Goals versus lifestyle. And I was telling Wayne, I feel as if many people confuse the two words. So this is what I, I think. Goals are meant to be reached and that that's your limit. That's your goal. It's meant to get you to it. You're supposed to reach it. Lifestyles, however, is an ongoing process. It is a daily habit. It is a daily work. So, okay, we're blending the two together. Yes, to get to your goal, you've got to do something every day, or maybe it's a weekly thing or monthly thing. I'm, you know, depending on what the goal is, right? But that goal is meant to be reached. So now people are confusing goals with lifestyle. So you get burnouts, you get overthinking, you get doubt, you get you get all kinds of negative things that goes into the discipline where it stops you from completing your goal, stops you from your lifestyle, and then that self talk where it's that doubt, that negative, you know, just voice inside your head where it just stops moving you towards something rather than running away from it. And so, I was sharing this with Wayne, and it may, I don't know, it, I like I said, it just feels my opinion right here. I just, I feel as if I see that people just confusing goals and lifestyle and then burnout happens. And that sucks because sometimes you just want to reach that goal, right? But maybe people are confusing it with the lifestyle. I don't know. Maybe you can help me out with this, Wayne. But I just feel as if these are my two, um, this is what my mind went to, goals versus lifestyle. I was like, okay. And I feel as if maybe people are confusing these two words. Okay. So, and and I think I might fall into that category as well. So when I, when I listen to you say that, stop me if I'm wrong. Okay. Or if I'm (laughs) smoking crack or whatever. Um, (laughs) By the way, I've never smoked crack, but now I'm really interested. All right. Anyway, (laughs) getting off topic. Um, I run a lot and I have a very much of a love-hate relationship with running. Oh, yeah. Right now, I can't run because somehow, some way, I injured my leg and it hurts like hell when I go out and run or even walk, really, or jog, right? Mm-hmm. After five minutes, my I think I pulled something. But when you're talking about goals versus lifestyle, mm-hmm. my goal is to drop from... 175 to 165 because that's my fighting weight right and and the way i do that i love running it makes me feel great Mm -hmm. sometimes i hate running because it hurts and sometimes on a long run it gets really really boring Mm -hmm. but what happens when i hit my what happens when i hit my goal weight do i stop running do i continue to run this is a good question (laughs) do do i stop going to the gym do I stop rolling, you know, do I stop training jujitsu? Do I do any of that? Or is it, I do it because it's become a lifestyle habit for me. And, and you said a very powerful word habit, right? And Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to discipline, I, I was thinking about that a lot and I really want to unpack the habit, uh, part of it. Mm -hmm. Let's say I do get to 165. I'll, I'll tell you right after, you know, my, my ex-wife and I, we, we were still married, but we were separated, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really in the right headspace. What happened was I didn't have 
a goal in mind on how much weight I wanted to lose. I, true story, I never thought I would get this big, but I was 195 pounds. I'm like, holy moly, you know, what, what, what five foot six Chinese guy is 195 pounds? Not a whole lot, okay? Not a whole lot. <laughs> okay, I'm not laughing. I'm smiling. Uh-huh, right. Oh, wait, did I say something bad? Continue. <laughs> okay. I wanted to lose weight. That was my goal, but I, I wasn't doing the things. It, was, it wasn't really a goal. It wasn't really a smart goal. I wanted to do it. I told myself I wanted to do it. This is what I wanted. This is what I wanted. But I had no actions to back that up. Mm. I was running, but not a whole lot. Um, I was going to the gym, but not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. I was trying to eat better, quote unquote, trying. I really wasn't. Or at least mm -hmm. I tried, quote unquote. Right. I'm a Star Wars fan, so it's kind of like what Yoda says. You know, try not, do or do not. There is no try. Okay, yes, guys, I'm uh -huh. a nerd. Another difference You're between confused. lifestyle and goal is my yeah yeah exactly my, there's some dissonance there right my lifestyle wasn't matching my goals or my mm -hmm. lifestyle wasn't matching what I told people and told myself I wanted yeah so when I listen to you say that now the question becomes did I really want that mm. or is it just a matter of I don't have I I want it I want it because when I don't have it it makes me feel bad. Mm -hmm. but I don't have the lifestyle habits in place to get there. Mic drop. No, that's great. That's great. You know? That is really profound, yeah. So, Keep going. Okay, all right. Yay! <laughs> you guys, so I got to ask Amber for permission to, to talk, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really don't. She, I don't, I don't know if she's staring daggers true. at me right now. Like, why are you true. lying about me like that? <laughs> but that kind of leads into the discipline part, mm -hmm. right? What Megan said was really hit me, um, kind of hit me in the feels a little bit in that discipline really isn't the mechanism to go get you what you want. For myself, being the way I was brought up and the way I was trained, I had a really difficult time processing that. And the reason is because you know, my training has been, all right, you've got to have discipline. You've got to discipline yourself to do the things that will make you successful, even though you may not feel like doing it at the time. Because mm -hmm. I, I listen to Jocko a lot. I love Jocko. I think I have a man crush on Jocko. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I definitely have a man crush on 50 Cent. I'll tell you that much. He does. But he says the same thing. Yes, I do. But also David Goggins as well. And, and they all say generally the same thing, which is you have to discipline your, yourself to do these things. But then I thought about that. And I think the message that I was missing goes, ties back to goals, right? Mm -hmm. why, am I, why am I imposing discipline on myself? Mm -hmm. You know, why am I doing these things when it's not fun to do? And Megan even talks about that. Like, if you don't like doing it, then you're not going to go do it, you know? And she said, I remember this because I took this down. She said, if it hurts to go to the gym, people aren't going to go to the gym because it's painful. I mean, you have a very, very few sadistic part of the population that says, yeah, this hurts. Pain. I get a yeah, rise right? out of it. Yeah, pain. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you make, you make a good point in the sense of if – if anything is causing a person pain, because we talked about it, in, we talked about fear and how fear is not a pleasant feeling, right? So if you take fear, if you take pain, anything that's unpleasant, nobody's going to go back to it because it's not unpleasant unless it is tied to something that they want, the goal, the lifestyle, right? Then it's worse going to that place. Now, I understand that we're talking about a lot of gym references. So let me throw another reference out there. Work. It's a work goal. It's a work project, right? And so the goal is to get the project done, right? The lifestyle behind it would be you got to show up to work. Maybe it's being nice to people in the within the work project, right? I don't know what the whole situation could be, but the goal is to get the project done. And after you reach that goal, then you're on to another project, right? You don't linger on that goal. You figure out something new for the job, something new for the project. And 
Now we're bringing it back to workouts. So you reach your 165 goal, right? So now what, what's the next thing you're going to do, right? So why are you really working out? Is it, is I, I, I thought that was very beautiful and how you tied a lot of that into it. So discipline ties back into what your goal is. And, and it, it's going to tie into self-talk too, because you're going to have your moments where you're like, okay, well, that was a dumbass move. No, it wasn't, Amber. No, you're right. No, it wasn't. And so that's your self-talk that's talking you back into your discipline to staying onto your goal or staying onto your lifestyle, right? I, th- I thought that was beautiful how you referenced back into, and thank you for being honest too. Like, whoa, this hit me in, in a way that, you know, it was just different from what I was taught or brought up. But then you relate it back to, it actually does tie into my goal. Yeah, it, it really does. Completely. And when when I think about discipline, though, I mean, there is a place for discipline. And I think she also said that as well. But when, you know, we were thinking about this this last week, I think the goal really is the important thing. Mm-hmm you set yourself certain disciplines to recycle. For example, on my, on, on my whiteboard in my office, okay, which doubles as my dining room, <laughs> I have written a very specific set of tasks. I have my daily tasks. I have my weekly goals and tasks for the week. And then I have what I want to do for the month. And I've got those little monthly tasks. And the way I work is I take those monthly tasks and I take those monthly goals mm-hmm. and I say, what do I need to get done in order to get there. And I back it off and I say, well, what do I need to get done this week to help me get to what my monthly goal is? And I write those down. And then from that weekly goal or those weekly goals, Mm -hmm. I break that down into what do I need to get done tomorrow? Yeah. So you work backwards essentially. I do. I'm a backwards planner. A lot of that is training from you know, I don't know if anybody's you've ever heard of Stephen Covey, like the seven habits of highly effective people. Mm, One of the habits is you know, one of the habits is begin with the end in mind, right? And even in the Marine Corps, the way we plan, we plan with the end state in mind, and then we start backward planning from there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of ingrained in me at this point, and it's become a habit, right? Mm-hmm. But why do I do that when I can say all I want to do right now is drink beer, watch a movie? It's been a long day. The last thing I want to do is plan for the next day, right? Because there are times when it gets like kind of depressing in a way, not like depressing, depressing, but okay. Yeah, it does actually. Just depending on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on the situation, I look at my board and I go, Oh my gosh, you know, I've got so much to do, which normally for me, emotionally, I get a rise out of that. Mm. You know, that I, I get those aggressive juices that come up and, and I actually feel like, all right, I get to start attacking stuff tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But there are those certain times when I go, I have got way too much to do. And, you know, this kind of ties into self-talk as well. Why am I doing this? Why can I not just slack off tomorrow? Why can I not just not think about what I'm going to do tomorrow and just take a day off? Mm-hmm. I mean, what I started doing was, you know, I started writing day off. And that gives me permission to myself to take a day off. That's how I do things. What you just said right there, I gave myself permission. That's huge. I I don't even think you realize what you just said. I feel as if this is totally opinion right here, guys. We are looking for a permission from someone to do the the things that we want. The goals, the lifestyle, the sacrifice, the decision. Like, I am looking for your permission. I am looking for, you know, your approval or something. Whose permission do you need to create your own goals, to create your own lifestyle? And you said, I gave myself permission and I took my day off. I read in a book one time how everything that we have right now in this moment, we have agreed up until this moment. So we said yes to this job. We said yes to 
this relationship, whether that be um, an intimate or friendship, family members keeping, you know, keeping that family line relationship there. Um, we, we said yes to um, getting a car. We said yes to an additional phone. We said we said yeah, everything that you have in your present moment, we have agreed and we gave ourselves that permission. So when it comes to setting goals, when it comes to discipline, when it comes to self-talk, why are we not applying that same permission to that discipline towards that goal, to that positive self-talk that we need? You see what I'm saying? So we're allowing other people's permission to come into our lives to saying, hey, I'm going back to working and working out analogy here. You need to be ripped. Okay. Yeah, because you, you told me. Yeah, you gave me that permission to go be ripped. Okay, and now I hear this person's voice in my head. You're not doing enough. You're right. Okay, I'm not doing enough. I gave you permission inside my life with that talk, with that inner dialogue, with that discipline towards that goal, not realizing what you said. What what are my goals? What What is my goal for this? What, or what is my lifestyle for this? to this discipline, to this whatever. What are my permissions that I give myself for it? I don't think you realize that profound statement that you have. That's healing for someone right there. Like it really is. Whoever's listening to it, the permission. You don't need no one's permission to live your life or the goals that you want. Yeah. The way I look at it too, we all have goals, but then you have this sustaining part of our life, which is our lifestyle. So in, in a way, Actually, not in a way. It is kind of separate. You know. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And, and well, 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 no, that's what I took away from, from, from what you opened with today is, is that you, you've got your goals, but then your lifestyle's very, very separate. It's sustainable for the long term. Actually, it should sustain for the long term. Whereas a goal, okay, you get there, you, you reach your goal, and then what? Mm-hmm. Does it become a lifestyle to then set the next goal? I mean – and it seems sometimes, sometimes a little ridiculous in a way, right? Okay, I can run a 5K now. Now the next goal is I can run a 5K in less than 24, 25 minutes. And then I hit that. And then the next goal is I can run a 5K in less than 20 minutes. And then the next goal is, well, let me run a 6K in 40 minutes. You know, if you follow this train of thought, ultimately it's, hey, I'm going to run an ultra marathon faster than the fastest ultra marathon. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It might happen for some people. It ain't going to happen for me. I'll, I'll, I'll just throw that out there. Yeah. Right. Cause I've got other things I want to do with my life. Yeah. So running that ultra marathon isn't a goal. I'm not going to adapt my lifestyle to, to, to hit that goal and to maintain that goal and to reach that goal. Mm-hmm. Once I hit that goal, I mean, I mean, I mean, what, you know, but then during when, when I'm trying to get there, I mean, me and you, you and I, we're, we're trying to start business. We're not trying to start businesses. Oh, we are. We all, we, we did are. start businesses. We did. We're running our businesses. Yes. We're kicking ass. We're That's taking right. names. That's right. Oh, look at this. Segue into self-talk. boom it just just went off for him right there yeah i really did and i'm sure it's going off for somebody too like in their own head like yo i caught myself too like yeah that's the point that's the point yeah anyways continue self-talk how do we talk to ourselves you you mentioned some self-talk about going to the gym Mm -hmm. you're you're right though you also you also did bring out the point that uh we do talk about the gym a lot yeah, I mean, a it's lot. just an easy analogy. I get that. And so that's why I did want to introduce like a work analogy as well, because there's negativity in self-talk at work too. I can't complete this. I can't go talk to this person. I can't do this. I'm not good enough for the, you know, and it's just easier to relate it with workouts because I told my friend one time, it is, it's easier to talk to somebody at the gym, Right than it is to a therapist because at the gym, you can see physical results. So as you're working out and then over time you see like you're either you're slumming down or you're bulking up, whatever, you notice a difference. So it's allowing you to quote unquote see results results and feel safe to open up 
because you see results. Whereas if you're sitting down with the therapist, you, you, it's an emotional thing. It is an internal change. You cannot see an internal change. I'm not saying don't go to a therapist if you need to, but I'm saying it's a lot easier for people to be just openly talking at a gym than it is with a one-on-one person because that is an internal emotional change. You can't see that. The, what you do get is the crying and, you know, the, the reaction <laughs> and you're like, I'm going crazy. But that's like part of the process because you're healing. However, a person heals, right? So, sorry, we're tr- not trying to just mention a bunch of gym references, but it is easier just to create that analogy there. But, yes, yeah, self-talk. I mean, it's, an, it's our inner dialogue. And I believe that has a couple of things to do with it's in, it's in your environment how you grew up with your family, the friends that you hang out with, but it also goes to what you read, what you watch, what you listen to. And in those moments when you're stressed or you're, you're feeling down and <laughs> guilty, I'll, I'll go on Instagram and then I just kind of make myself a little more stressed because of course on that particular day, people are just posting some random shit that is just like why why and then like I go down a rabbit hole and I just make myself feel more bad and I'm like why I need to pull myself out that you know self-awareness so anyway self-talk it it comes it's your inner dialogue and it comes from your outside sources so that's what I mentioned earlier at the gym the instructor is, you know, saying, oh, go hard, go hard. Oh, you're not doing it. Go, go, you know, go, go, go. Being rough, being, being just very aggressive with the talk. You're going to have that same dialogue when it's negative with yourself. It's going to be aggressive or it's, it's just going to be, it's just going to be so negative because if that's what you're constantly listening to all the time, then it's no wonder why, why the self-talk in your head is the same way. Mm-hmm. Just your just your own voice. And that's that's sad and that's hard to deal with because it's you. It's you <laughs> inside your head. <laughs> so you're like, how do I navigate this? Right. Um, and I really feel like that goes back to our OODA loop we talked about. Because mm-hmm. then you're interdicting and you're like, OK, I have this negative self-talk. I need to replace it with something positive. Oh, wow. Well, okay. OK. So we got to so kinda- replace it. So you're kind of breaking that cycle, right? Mm-hmm. You, you you've observed it. You've had the you've had the wherewithal to observe it. Yeah. And then you oriented yourself on the idea that hey, look, you know what? This isn't helping me out. And you decided to do something about it by, um, and the way you decide to do something about it is by saying, hey, look, you know, what? I'm going to stop the cycle right now. I'm, I'm doing my tell best. myself. Yeah, I'm doing my best. I'm going to do. I'm going to tell myself something different rather than be negative about it. And then I'm acting on it, which means I'm actually taking that action that I decided to do, which is now I'm talking to myself a different way is what I'm hearing you say, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, okay, a negative self-talk comes up. It's, oh, I'm not enough. And and you say it enough. And it's like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. Okay, I am. I'm enough. I'm enough. I can do this. I can do this. And you take that moment and you take that pause because then it brings you back into your discipline. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. What do I need to do? I need to type up this document. I need to finish this last set. I need to, okay, because I can do this. Okay. And now I'm moving towards my goal again or I'm moving towards my decision or my sacrifice. So get let's get into that. Because <laughs> yeah. Megan did I'm- talk about the difference between sacrifice and decision take it away wayne yes yes (laughs) she said that a lot of people and a lot of the messaging that we get Mm -hmm. is that in order to be successful we have to sacrifice certain things when she said that it made me think um about money okay it made me think about all right in order to have a good retirement you have to sacrifice your lifestyle now, right? By mm-hmm. taking away, it it hurts to take away money out of your paycheck and put it in a savings account. And the minute she said that, and I was thinking about that, I realized that that's how a lot of people think, including myself, including my parents, including 
Well, actually, my parents did kind of change guilty. their mindset. You were right. Yep, guilty. For students, it's you have to sacrifice sleep. You got to burn the midnight oil, right? For business owners too, and for a lot of um, people working jobs, hey, I got to sacrifice my time. Um, my friend is, you know, has a rather high position at a rather large uh, global company. Mm-hmm. A lot of the messaging that I hear is, man, you know what? I got to spend more time at work. I'm, uh, I got to sacrifice more time with my family because I'm working for a certain certification. So I sacrifice time with my family in order to get that, right? And so we have this mindset of losing something. As we, as, we as humans, I know me, it, this applies to me. I don't like losing shit. I don't like giving up stuff. Yeah. I want to have my cake and eat it too, damn it. Mm-hmm. But then I turn my mindset around, especially when it comes to my own personal saving. It's really funny how George Clayson's book, right? The Richest Man in Babylon, that actually, it actually gave me a lot of ideas on how to teach this mindset. And oh, by the way, I think that's a lot of what is wrong with financial education today. it's, Mm -hmm. It's not teaching mindset. And it's this, I'm not taking away from myself. Right. I'm giving to my future self. Actually, I'm giving to myself. I mean, hell, you put money in your savings account. Did you really lose any money? No, man. You just put it from your checkings to your savings account. You're not spending it. You're putting it there for a rainy day or you're putting it there for your investments or you're putting it there. Bottom line is putting putting it there for some event in your future. It's still your money. You didn't lose your money. Nobody robbed you at gunpoint. Right. You didn't decide to give it up. Mm-hmm. Right. As a matter of fact, I mean, if you really want to talk about giving up something, then let's think about the stuff that people buy that we don't need. That's just sitting there. That's just sitting there. It's just going to sit there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just it's, it's just there. Yeah. Or if it's food, it's just there in your tummy. But then it's gone. Ooh. You had to bring up food. Mm. Sorry, but I mean, like, (laughs) you tell your money where to go. Yeah, completely. It's such a complete mindset shift, at least for me, when it comes to saving money. Now it's not, hey, I'm sacrificing my lifestyle now. And how this relates back to lifestyle is this. I live a lifestyle that is conducive to me sustaining my current finances, my current lifestyle for the rest of my life. Okay. I'm not going to worry about money. Why? Because I live a lifestyle that I want to live. And the way I want to live is I want to live frugally, right? Most of my expenses are for my business. Mm-hmm. It goes towards work. Um, I don't waste money on a whole bunch of stuff. I will buy good food every now and again or a lot. It is great. But yeah. food is great. But food also has benefits for me, right? It just doesn't sit there and and look pretty for me to look at. Mm-hmm. But instead of sacrificing, making the decision to put money aside, A, for a rainy day, B, for my future, ensures that I'm going to have a financially successful future on my terms. Yeah, so like sacrifice being a negative connotation and then decision being a positive connotation. And then both can like interplay because decision can be a negative thing and sacrifice can be a positive thing. Again, what is what is your goal? What is your lifestyle, right? And I thought that was beautiful what she had mentioned. It's not, you're not losing something. You're making a decision towards your goal. You're making a decision towards your lifestyle, you are making a positive decision. And a lot of people have this negative connotation. I'm, okay, when, when it comes to spending money, man, like I'm putting money in my savings account, so it, it's gone. I, I lost it. Like, you should, no, it's not It's not lost. You're saying, I, I mentioned this in a previous episode where when you're telling someone yes, you're telling yourself no. So you putting your money away, you're telling yourself no to buying things that are outside of your budget, but you're saying yes to your future retirement. Mm-hmm. So it is a mindset thing. It really is. So if we're talking about money, it's just changing and shifting that mindset. So I, I'm totally on board with, with you on this. Nothing was lost. It's just been switched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I mean, I think the physical action is is still the exact same, right? The physical action is, hey, look, I went to the gym today. I lifted this much weight. I transferred money into my savings account. Mm-hmm. I got out of bed this morning and that was a sacrifice or was it a decision to get out of bed because I wanted to do this, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, what are, what are you moving towards rather than what you're moving away from? Which I think really is a mindset shift for a whole lot of people because I remember talking to someone about this once and most people are driven by a lot of fear. Okay. Fear of failure. Yeah. Fear. Um, you know, people run because the cops chase them, not because they want to run to a safe place. Mm -hmm. Um, not that I would understand this feeling. So, but, um, anyways, Amber's shaking her head right now. She's like the dumb shit Wayne says. You're wasting time, buddy. Hey, self-talk, self-talk. Yeah. Self-talk. <laughs> it, it's, it's a segue into self-talk, right? How, how do we talk to ourselves? How do I talk to myself? Okay, Amber, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. There are a lot of times I look at my board and I go, fucking get off your lazy ass and just get this shit done. All right, excuse my language, but that's exactly what I tell myself. So how effective really is it and how sustainable really is that in the long term as far as, you know, what my, how I see myself, right? And we talked about this in a previous episode, the uh, episode as well. You know, you, you tell yourself something enough times, you start to believe it, right? And you internalize it. And then all of a sudden you, you, you are that thing. And so how many times do I have to call myself, you know, a lazy ass before I actually become one? That's a good point right there. I had a conversation with someone and there's a there's a time and a place for everything. So um if you're you're in a low state, you're sad, you're depressed, you know, um you're you're grieving, some something negative along those lines emotionally, right? There's a time to feel all of that. But then there's also a time when if you continue to choose to say it and you're actually over it, but you're so used to that feeling because that's what you've known for a while. There's a time and a place where it's like, all right, yeah, get off, get off your ass. Let's go. Right. But then there, there's also a time and a place where it's just, when does that become enough? You know, when, when does that become a, a, a boundary for you individually to each its own? Right. So to the point where it's like, okay, I've said this enough time about myself. I need to, I need to introduce something else. Nothing, nothing more demeaning to me, but maybe something that's a little kinder. Like, all right, I already said something negative to myself. I, I, I got this or, you know, something. So we're going to, we're going to interdict it, right? To each his own. Right. But I, I agree. When does it become enough until you become that, that vision, that thing, that whatever that you're telling yourself that. Mm-hmm. Until you become, so if it's lazy, when does it become enough to the point where it's like, okay, I'm lazy now. And then all of a sudden you're lazy and time is just going past you. And you're like, oh my gosh, what just happened? A month went yep. by, you know, and time waits for no man. Time mm-hmm. waits for no man. So. Yeah. yeah. There's a little bit of visualization in that. And I know that um, I've heard Kobe speak on this uh, on, on a couple of TV shows, right? Because I love me some Kobe Bryant. Um, I love me some LeBron James too. But they all talk about the power of visualization, right? They, they can visualize themselves making that shot. They can visualize themselves doing whatever the heck they're doing. And I kind of relate that to business and sales. I can visualize myself making a sale. Or on the negative side, because we've been, I, I've just noticed this, we've been talking a lot, or I've been talking a lot about the stuff that I don't like, mm-hmm. right? I'm moving away from that. All right, let's, what about the stuff that I'm moving towards? Yeah. I visualize myself making a sale. I visualize myself um, getting a big account. I visualize myself going into a school and seeing teachers teach what I put together for them. As far as our businesses, I mean, I'm a teacher. You're a public speaker. I'm sure you visualize yourself in front of a whole bunch of... On stage with a microphone. Yeah, on stage with a microphone. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yes. 
man, it just makes me think about how hardwired we are to look at the negative. And I'm like, I, I hear some people say that it's a survival mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you mentioned something earlier about how what we put in our heads makes mm-hmm. such a huge difference. And what we read makes such a huge difference. And what we watch makes such a huge difference. And yeah, yeah I just happen to think we read and watch different things than, than most people, right? And I'm not saying most people are like, hey, look, man, you're behind the eight ball or anything like that. No, the way we're starting to think because we read those things and we listen to those things and we watch those things. Like um, I pay a lot of attention to uh, Shark Tank and I follow all the sharks on Instagram, right? Mm. Yeah, it's one of those things that they said, hey, look, you know what? Are you are you moving? What are you moving towards? I, I Gary V, Tony Robbins, blah, 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 right? So bottom line is it, 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 it's a challenge to shift the way we think towards that, mm-hmm. right? And by that, I mean moving towards something rather than moving away from something, moving towards mm-hmm. a goal rather than moving away from a goal. Um, it's a mindset shift to take my self-talk from, all right, you weak little bitch, one more rep, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit heavier to, hey, you sexy badass. You can yeah. do one more. Yeah. You can do one more, <laughs> two more, a little bit more. Why? Why a little bit more? Because, yeah, I'm a badass. That sounds a lot better. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Absolutely. And it's, it's funny how I I just thought about this. So um, I read one time that we are introduced to fear at a young age. So follow me guys, just follow me on this. So when we are a child, a baby, our only main fears during that time is fear of falling and loud noises because that's you know that's what we can see right so as we're growing up and we start to see what's in our environment we start to you know get friends and and things of that nature and start to listen and actually understand and comprehend the conversations that are at hand then other things are getting introduced so then here are all these other fears coming in, in coming in. Um, so what are you listening to? <laughs> what what are you what are you what are you reading? And and again, you should listen to my playlist. It goes everywhere, you know. So it's not to say that everything you listen to is bad or negative or things that you watch it is so wrong. Um, but it is just to help somebody understand. If I'm having this negative self-talk, if I'm having this this discipline that I don't really want, if I have this goal that's really not my goal, if I have this lifestyle that's really not mine, where is it coming from? Where are you going to to get these ideas from? Are you moving towards your goal or is it something that is someone else's goal? So really, essentially, you're running away from you because you're going towards someone else. And you can't be in, quote unquote, someone else's lane and try to do your own thing. It's just not going to work out because you can't you can't be that other person. That other person is not you and you aren't them. So understanding like what is your goal and your goal is different from your lifestyle. Understanding sacrifice. Sacrifice is different than a decision. Right. Um, Because we're not losing something. We're deciding to move towards something. What is your discipline? towards your goal, towards your decision, mm-hmm. towards your lifestyle. Your, what, what is that decision? And what does it look like for that goal? Because to each its own. We talked a lot about working out, but what what's your work goal? What's your family goal? What's mm-hmm. your financial goal, right? And so there are different goals and there are different lifestyles, even to those different categories right there. Because if you have a financial lifestyle, well, something's going to have to change if you want to have something luxurious. If you have a, if you're having a family mindset, well, then a couple of things are going to have to change to create that lifestyle, right? So what is it that you want and give yourself that permission and with that self-talk, let's start replacing it 
And it's not to say that you're going to replace every negative thought. That is, I wish. <laughs> I so wish. <laughs> it, it, it's going to pop up. Like, that's just reality right there. Negative self-talk is going to pop up. But when it pops up, do you recognize that it's self-talk? Neg- a negative self-talk? And what are you doing about replacing it? Mm-hmm. And, and so when it pops up, you just got to have a, a phrase for you. That just means something to you. And it's just to help. It's to help keep you going. It's to help keeping you to your why. Or it's just bringing you awareness of, like Wayne said, like, you know what? I thought about discipline because it hit me a funny way. Sometimes it's just like that. I feel like we need it. Many people are looking for a sign like this is the, a problem. You know, like it's a it's a huge red indication. <laughs> this is a problem. No, it, it's something so subtle sometimes. But also to going back on the topic of self-talk, it's not like, you know, for 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 the older generation here, right? We um, used to watch Saturday Night Live. I know Saturday Night Live is still running, but there was a segment on there called Stuart Smalley. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. Yeah, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Look what I'm I can do. Gonna, people like me. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I mean, okay, got it. If that floats your boat, right? But <laughs> it, it, it's more goal oriented than that, and it's more. You know, I, I used to think affirmations, these daily affirmations were kind of hokey, right? Yes, you are powerful. You are desirable. You are worthy. You aren't enough. And I used to look at that and I used to listen to that and go, okay, whatever, dude. This is like just a bunch of hokey pieces, of, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But now I realize, and so what I tell myself is, all right, dude, you're a badass. Go after it, you know, because what do badasses do? Badasses go and get shit. They get shit done. Yeah. And I realized that when I'm having a very difficult time, the figure speech is, hey, when I'm going through a storm in my life, what I tell myself, all right, and I believe, and I tell myself enough times to where I do believe this, that I am a badass, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not just friends telling me, Wayne, oh my God, you're a badass. I'm like, no, yeah, I mean, okay, I kind of am. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's like my daughter, you know, people, so many people tell her when she was younger, oh my God, you're so pretty. I remember one time and she'd been told this for almost her entire life. Hmm. And then one time, I think we're at the store. I can't remember where we were, but somebody came up to us and, you know, they go to her and they say, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. And she looks up, she smiles and she goes, I know. (laughs) Oh, geez, Louise, I'm in trouble. Yeah, um, yeah, you are. Yeah, how do we overcome the storm in our life when we're feeling down? We're feeling, you know, less than, not worthy. Like, hey, look, I'm not good enough to do this. I've got a lot of doubt, right? Maybe we're at work and we're gunning for that promotion, mm-hmm. and just from what I'm seeing and what I'm reading, I'm assuming that a lot of people ha- have um, a little bit of reluctance going and asking for a promotion. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of stuff out there on, hey, how do you ask for a promotion? Either that or Facebook's algorithm is just really creepy. <laughs> right? But I also get the sense that a lot of folks go in there thinking to themselves that, hey, you know, I've done this, I've done that. But deep down inside, I don't really feel that I'm worthy because I don't tell myself that all the time. Because mm-hmm. we don't tell ourselves that, hey, man, you're a badass. So, Amber, you're a badass. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Self-talk, I mean, you just got to, to each its own, you know, everyone's going to have their different little phrase that they tell themselves that's going to motivate them to, to get up, you know, or to keep going or to just remind themselves, you know, remind themselves of what the goal is, who they are, and what the discipline is to it, and that positive self-talk to overcome the negative. And again, it's not to say the negative isn't going to show up because it will, Spoiler alert, <laughs> it will, we're human, um, and we just like to be negative for whatever reason. So, now that you know that, be kind mm-hmm. with yourself about it. And I, I, I don't think we're forgiving, uh, for, we don't forgive ourselves enough. And it, it, for whatever reason, you know, it, we're human. It's like, how many times have you lived this life? Once. Okay, so like, no. Yeah, exactly. Once, right, right. (laughs) My point, once. So like, you're not the first person to have a negative self-talk. You're not the first person to, you know, um, misunderstand like who you are or what your goal is or what a discipline is or whatever. You know, you're not the first person, but that's okay. 
there are tools, resources, you know, things of that nature um, to help you, to guide you, right? You're not the first person that's going to have a negative talk, self-talk, and that's gonna, it's going to just stay there because yeah. mine, mine is there all the time. But it's to help bring that awareness of, okay, here's my, here's my phrase. <laughs> Here yeah. it is, you know, and I'm going to try. And, and that's the thing. That's, that's the habit. That's, that's the habit that's creating the lifestyle of positive self-talk. And oh my gosh, all of this just, just ties back. I know we, we weaved so many times between moving towards your goal and lifestyle and discipline and self-talk, but they really, at one point, they just, they really do go hand in hand. Like it's just all like rolled in, into, into one. Um, yeah. and so we're just trying to help you digest episode five because a lot of this really, I mean, you're going to get a lot out of this. But it's going to make a lot more sense after you hear the, you know, episode five with Megan, because well, it's just beautiful. Um, sorry. Yes. So what he said, uh, it's just going to make a lot more sense after just listening to Megan and just unpacking all of that. And I, I feel like me and Wayne could still go on about this. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it, it is, it is a lot. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it was, I don't know. I, I think that was a beautiful way to introduce the main theme of her, her talk was mm. we're moving towards something rather than running away from it, it discipline and it's yeah. the NLP and self-talk. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's a lot to unpack. Um, she, we didn't get that LP, but she did define it very, very well. And she did explain it very, very well in our previous episode, but man, you know, that, uh, it's a lot to unpack for a day, right? <laughs> yeah. On an admin note, so check it out, right? Between last episode and this episode, we doubled our listeners, like doubled. So thank you guys. Thank you guys. This is super encouraging for us. So keep on listening. Keep on telling your friends about us too, man. Uh, Hell, would be like Metallica back in the early days. Hey, here's our tape. Let's give it away for free. Guys, tell everyone you know about (laughs) us, all right? Uh, Thank you so much. That's right. I'm not going to promise that we won't turn out like Metallica 10 years down the road saying and and start. Yeah. And and start charging people an arm and a leg. Just listen to us. You know, oh, wait, (laughs) actually, you know what? I hope they're not listening to this and sue us, but whatever. Oh, Um, he's just um, going on a tangent right now, guys. Sorry. But guys, thank you so much for listening. It's super encouraging for us knowing that, hey, look, between um, the last episode and this episode, right we doubled our listener uh our listener base which is amazing so thank you guys and i think that does it yeah no that yeah uh, yes that that does it for us thank you so much guys um be on the lookout for additional things don't forget we have our templates inside our links just in case if you want to go along um because each episode will reveal you know something that's going to help you on your journey so thank you thank you so much for new listeners and recurring listeners thank you guys um yeah this is very encouraging (laughs) so episode seven is in the books in the books and we'll see you next time bye